0: The holidays are in full swing and time is running out to do your shopping, but there's still time to be smart about what you buy. In this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we'll talk about what Apple products you should avoid buying and what you should do instead. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hey, can I point out that that was one of your best intros
1: ever, Roman?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Apple's going to love this podcast. I, I
1: want to listen to this podcast
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> because it was well written or because I didn't stumble? The, the whole
1: thing, the delivery, the, the writing, the, the engagement. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. Let's go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So, you know, we all love Apple products. Apple makes some really great products. But every once in a while, Apple comes out with a product that I think we can confidently say, don't buy it.
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure. And and also great, great ones that are around for too long or don't
2: live up to
0: what we hear is coming and things like that.
2: There's a better option, you know.
0: So we thought we would go through some of those products since, you know, this is the high shopping season and people – need advice as to what products they should buy, but it's also very helpful to tell you what not to buy, especially because, you know, Apple offers their product catalogs getting bigger yeah. and bigger as, as yeah. it, it comes yeah, along. Yeah, there's a so lot of sure. stuff these, these days to buy. Yeah. yeah. So should we just go around the horn and like... St- Talk about a product you think people should should avoid.
2: The one that stood out to me was like, don't buy any of the MagSafe stuff except for cases. The cases are fine.
0: Yeah. Or
1: I mean, you you do need that cable if you want that thing, because no one else makes anything like that. Like if you want that charger.
2: Yeah, but you can. You're way better off just buying a regular cheap desk charger. Like it doesn't stay on the desk when you pick it up like or anything you're, you're just better off getting any regular wireless charging stand that will actually stay on your desk or something yeah
1: yeah for for that for those purposes for sure i i'll give you one example and the cable's
2: I, so short it's not a good alternative to a uh, just plugging in your lightning cable or something so i wouldn't even buy the yeah, MagSafe charger. yeah
1: that that that's a good point as far as you can you can just plug
2: in a a, a cable and you you don't you don't, you don't need that convenience the cable's too short to be like a good, oh, you slap it on the back so I can comfortably use my phone while I charge. Like, no, it's not a good dad. It's not a good substitute for wireless, Qi wireless chargers that stand, like stands and, and stuff that stay on your desk. Just, it's it's slightly yeah, more convenient than plugging in, but yeah, probably not $39 just, Yeah, just barely. But it's slower, too. And the cable's too short. And it doesn't come with a, with a power adapter. And it's just a million ands. The MagSafe Duo is not good. Yeah, the the MagSafe
1: uh, Duo I just reviewed. I think it was probably the most negative thing I've ever written about an Apple product. It is just not even worth considering. Even if you can get it at 50% off, I wouldn't recommend it. It's just, it's not well made. It's not well thought out. It's not smart. It doesn't really bring anything new. Even if it was... Like 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 let's say it came with the iPhone and Apple just it was one of those maybe maybe then it would be like oh this 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 is pretty cool as a conceived product it's there's nothing about it
2: that you necessarily need or can't get anywhere poorly else poorly designed poorly implemented doesn't even work with all the power adapters it doesn't think it even would work it doesn't work at all just... with
1: Apple's 29 watt one that, that that they just had you, you had to get a 30 watt to use to to charge both at at full speed and even full speed isn't as fast as regular MagSafe or as as the the, the cable it's just it's very
2: head-scratchingly weird and bad, and it's $129 on top of everything else. So, if you're thinking about Mag, if you have an iPhone 12 or something, you're thinking about MagSafe. Just get the, just get a case and be ready for good and MagSafe products.
1: like so. You're saying get a case, but don't get anything that you can use with the case. <laughs> right. Just
2: you know, so that your iPhone case, you're all ready. For you're good ready MagSafe for the next step. Yeah, like you have already tried the Belkin. Um, the, the car vent mount pro or whatever they're calling
1: it. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's, it's a little expensive and it doesn't only does one thing, which is hold your car on, on your vent like it, like other ones do. But you know, it just popping it on there without struggling, without closing clamps and opening clamps and hitting buttons. It's, it's, it's quite nice. So there are things coming down the, the pike that are going to be great. So like Jason says, yeah, get ready. If you, if you, if you want to have a case, uh look at those MagSafe cases so you are prepared for you know next year middle of the year beginning of the year there there'll be a bunch of bunch of cool accessories that you can get probably cables too that are cheaper yep but the charger the Duo Charger, the oh my God, the, the Duo. I'm just amazed at how, just how awful <laughs> yeah. it is. So avoid those things. But MagSafe on a whole is cool, and there is some promise there, and third-party uh, companies are going to run with it. I'm quite sure. Can you
0: get a third-party MagSafe charger now? I haven't checked.
2: Not yet. Not nothing that charges it yet. They're not shipping yet. So hopefully some third-party will come out sooner
0: than later with a MagSafe charger. Just don't get the Apple one. Get a.
2: Third party well i mean i guess it depends well, if, the, if the
0: third party ones are like 35 you should probably get the upper
2: one but if they're like 15 well or a better design something that stands up stays on your desk whatever it is um yeah there, there's plenty of reasons to wait they're not nothing's going to be out in time for the holidays that's one area to avoid that jumped out on me the other one that really jumped out to me was uh if you're if you're looking to get a mac i would not get anything other than the m1 max right now people who want something more powerful than the m1 max and stuff like higher end max but if you bought one of those today you'd have this laptop for four or five years and you'd spend most of that time regretting not having apple silicon like sometime in the next year the the higher end stuff's coming out if you don't want the higher end stuff if you want a thousand fifteen hundred dollar laptop the m1s kill it the, the intel stuff so i would say M1 or wait. It's almost certain that by like June,
1: we'll have a 16-inch M1 MacBook Pro, maybe a 14-inch or at least a higher-end 13-inch in the sense that there's four Thunderbolt ports and probably 32 gigs of RAM. That said, there are good deals to be had on Intel Macs right now. You know, a couple hundred dollars, $500 off the 16-inch. The so if you absolutely need one, don't play full
2: price. That's for damn sure. I mean, people people who need the Intel Mac know they need it. I, I Even... Even the thirteen inch like MacBook Pro with the M one is in most ways that most people buy Macs for, beating the old sixteen inch things you just have to go like no i really need intel and i really need that big size and i know i know i need it for this reason and you know in, that, in which case you don't need any buying advice you already know what you need you you have to have I, I just think like anybody else if you don't if you get something that's not apple's looking now you're going to spend most of your time owning that laptop wishing you did not
1: yeah it's a little bit trickier with the desktops because we don't know what those are going to look like or bring but um i mean that caveat applies there too because the iMac is certainly going to be upgraded upgraded in the next, you know, 6 to 12 months. But I'm sure people are, you
0: know, I'm sure people are buying them. You I know, mean, I'm sure Apple is selling them. The other thing about waiting is that there are possibly, in addition to M processors, M1, whatever they're going to call the faster processors for higher-end machines, M1X or whatever it's going to be called. There's also the possibility of adding new features to like the 16-inch MacBook Pro. We would like to see a Face ID camera. We don't know if that's going to happen, but it could happen. Just things like that could be coming as well. So in addition to those processors, there could be other features that that they've been holding out on just so they can make these upgrades As big as possible. Yeah, and you know, a slightly streamlined design. I
1: don't know what, I honestly don't know what more they can do with a laptop. You need a keyboard, you need need a screen, It needs to be a clamshell. I don't really know where they can go with that, but we've been hearing about a new design for a while. So there could be something with that. Yeah, maybe a little bit thinner, you know, who knows. But as Jason says, it's a big purchase and there's a good chance if you buy one now in three months, you're going to say, oh, maybe I should have
2: waited. Right. Yeah. And it's not like the Apple Silicon stuff's just a little better it's just so much better on both performance and battery life that it's it's you're really going to be kicking yourself when an apple silicon version of the thing you just bought comes out six months into your four years of bonus trip (laughs) yeah and um all the you know rosetta 2 is perfectly fine
1: and if not very good to run all the intel apps so it's not like you're going to have a bunch of apps that don't work
2: either apple silicon optimized apps they're really coming out at a great pace we're seeing all the office stuff is now and almost all the office stuff. And they're doing a good job with the, the transitions going very smoothly, uh, about as smooth as anyone could hope for.
0: Uh, speaking of Macs, uh, maybe one thing you should not buy is, are the wheels for the Mac Pro?
2: <laughs> I mean, hey,
1: if you're going to spend that much money on the Mac Pro, get the damn Seriously? wheels. <laughs> I mean, come on. What's another 400 bucks?
2: <laughs> yeah, when viewed as a percentage of the purchase price of the entire Twenty thousand dollar computer. I don't think there's a lot of our listeners out there seriously considering whether or not they should.
1: <laughs> that, that's it's an interesting question. of should you buy a Mac Pro now, or should you wait for that too? Because they're saying twenty twenty two rumors when that one. Yeah, that's about. gonna
2: be kind of probably the last one they update in their two year transition plan. Uh, and one has to wonder. Uh, there's so much that if you're buying that that computer, you need. So, you're buying it for expandability and, and a lot of things that we don't see in obviously these first MacBook airs and stuff, right? We don't, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah.
1: And, that's more than a four-year purchase that's probably like a 10-year purchase
2: i mean it's hard to know in that's that case but you also can't wait a long time i think anybody buying a mac pro is if you're not buying it because you have like real production work to do like audio or video production work to do or something then you're buying the wrong computer <laughs> and and if that's the case then then you've got a, a year or more's worth of work to get done like you've, you're gonna you're gonna ostensibly be using this thing for the next couple of years so yeah it might make sense for somebody who's in that market but i don't really think that's a huge part of the back market yeah that's most likely a tax write off anyway jumping back a little bit to our discussion
0: of chargers and stuff now that iphones do not come with chargers should
2: you buy the apple power adapter the the 20 watt one it's fine because they lowered the price to a reasonable price but there are better options for that same price for that same price, and Mike's looked at several, several of them, but your your anchor and Aki and and other good brand things, they have these tiny little things that are the same size as the old five watt power adapters, but they're twenty watts of USB-C they, power. They delivery. fold
1: up, and they you know it's their USB-C right. The prongs and... fold and stuff. They're gallium nitride, so it doesn't, uh, you know, your phone won't heat up. And it's just like there's so many benefits to it. If you just go to Amazon, type in, you know, you're going to literally type in iPhone 20-watt charger and like a bunch of options will come up before Apple's. <laughs> well, we've got we've got articles too where you've looked at yeah, chargers. Yeah, I, I tested a bunch of them. I have like a whole pile of them here. They're all better.
2: Now that Apple has chopped 10 bucks off the price of the 20-watt charger, it's not ridiculous anymore. There's nothing wrong with it but spend your 20 bucks on something better. Yeah, and it's still, it's clunky.
1: It doesn't have Apple's like trademark design thing. It's just a, it's a big white rectangle charger. It's There's nothing elegant about it. It's just it's it's twice the size of most of the ones out there now. And yeah, you're not getting anything special from Apple. So I would get, you know, I, honestly, I wouldn't get a 20 watt. I'd get like a 30 or 60 watt charger, which you'll spend maybe $30 for. And then you'll be set for all of your devices and for a little while to come.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's are a MacBook or something. It will charge with those 20 watt chargers, just kind of slowly. You can get such a small, like 30 or 40 watt charger from these third party companies that have, you know, good USB-C power delivery specs and stuff. And it's small and it's affordable, and it, you're gonna get good charging of your laptops and everything out of it. And that would be our recommendation.
0: Yeah, I have a couple of the Apple chargers and. I see them connected to the to the outlet. I just think it just feels like such an inefficient use of that space that I'm doing right there. Yeah, right. it's
1: it's a it's a weird blind spot for Apple because they you know they had really cool chargers. Uh, like that one of their they had the 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 MacBook ones that they would have one of the first that had the prongs that fold up. The thing came out so you can attach a cord or. And then now it's just like, well, we just gave up on that. There's maybe because there's so many better ones out there, they just don't bother because most people can find. There's not, it's just not worth investing in in that in that area. But yeah, th- there are a lot of great innovations in charging over the last couple of years with USB-C power delivery and gallium nitride, and you know, just check out all of those. We, as Jason said, we we have an article on MacWorld that explores all that.
0: What else? So
1: are we gonna talk about the the, the elephant in the room?
0: is that elephant
2: the airpods (laughs) it's
1: a it's a it's a max size elephant if you will
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you kind of can't get them in time for the holidays anyway unless you pay like like a thousand dollars on ebay or something yeah there's a couple of stores that may have them if you live in the right place but yeah you know honestly we haven't tried them we we know they're they're way more expensive than their competitors (laughs) but uh not having thoroughly tested them yet ourselves i i hesitate to say don't buy these
1: well yeah i don't think it's a recommendation i would if if somebody wants them go ahead i am going to question why anybody would choose to buy those over a sony or a bose or something else i I was watching um um, uh, marquise brownlee had a like a like a like a review this morning that he posted and you know he said you know they're they're really nice they feel nice They, they they fit very nice the sound is great but he had, you know, he said there's three big giant question marks. Do you want to spend this much on a pair of headphones? The case the case is just nonsensically stupid, yeah. And, you know, are they bringing, you know, that much more to the table? He said that the noise cancelling was better. He said that, that the, the, the algorithm, the sound algorithm, was a little bit better than some of the ones that he used. But he also said, hey, listen, I'm not an audiophile, and I don't necessarily you know I, i'm not gonna he, he's not judging them based on
2: whatever apple is saying that they they bring a lot of the early reviews sort of are in the same place and i think it's a it's a lot the same as a lot of uh, airpod stuff where if you're really in the apple's ecosystem it makes sense like the things like where it's automatically switching between devices and the spatial audio and stuff. like you get some benefit if you're way into apple and if you're not then they, it's really hard to see justify paying like twice as much basically, as the Bose Seven Hundreds or the Sony XM4s. If they were three ninety nine. We'd have a different conversation. But you can't get them in time for the holidays anyway. So. Well, I mean, I don't know what
1: you can get in time for the holidays these days. Shipping shipping times are are weeks of weeks out on right
2: now. But I would say other AirPods. I would I would go for the Pros over the regular AirPods. Um, now that they're reliably fifty dollars off kind of anywhere you look it's really worth it the size and the fit is better they come with the wireless charging case which you may one day really care about Um, but the main thing is that just having noise canceling active noise canceling when you have little earbuds like that it makes a huge difference and it just makes a difference to the sound quality of music when you're not fighting your outside noise by cranking up your your little air, tiny AirPods, trying to make them sound good. It really makes it makes all your music and everything sound better. So go for Pro over the regular AirPods if you if you can. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You you can probably get the the regular AirPods for
1: around 125, and you can get the Pro for around around 200. You know, like Jason says, pretty regularly. And I, it's a worth it's yeah it's it's a it's a worth it upgrade from at that point. Um, The only thing you might want to consider is there are a lot of rumors that these things are getting updated in the first half of 2021. So maybe wait, but I don't think it's going to be that much of of an upgrade where you're going to say, man, I wish I would have had those. The stems might be a little bit shorter. The fit might be a little bit different. And the upgrade may come with an upgraded price, as we've seen in some past things. Right. Even if even if they're the same price, you're not going to get them on sale for a little while. Yeah, it's going to be a while before they're on sale. There's also a report of, of AirPods Pro Lite, I guess, which would be like, I don't know, without noise canceling. But it sounds like they're just AirPods at that point. So I'm not, I think that rumors might be
2: getting crossed. Yeah, I or think those rumors are kind of overlapping. Like the new AirPods are going to be the design of the Pro. They just won't have the noise canceling and stuff. And the, some people are calling them Pro Lite. Some people are just saying they're the new AirPods. Or regardless, if we're talking about what should you buy for these hol- for the holidays just get AirPods Pro. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah,
1: I I I'm, I'm I'm on board with that completely. They're the 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 right price and the best of, of that world.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, the one thing I do want to emphasize and you guys have brought it up, don't buy them from Apple. Buy them from someone else because they usually have they're on sale and you can get them at a lower price.
1: Yeah, and and they've they've been for
0: a couple weeks now. Best Buy often has deals. Uh, Verizon even.
2: And they're all. They're, they seem to be in stock everywhere. It's not like you're running out. The other um,
1: audio thing, since we're talking audio, um, HomePod, which I also don't think you can get in time for Christmas. But the the new Mini is a hundred bucks,
2: and I I have one. It's good. We had a hard time arguing like should you get, should you avoid the HomePod. regular HomePod and get the Mini, but now that the HomePod is significantly cheaper, it definitely sounds a lot better, but it's more than twice as much. So should you get, would it it make more sense to get two HomePod Minis for a stereo pair or just different rooms? So the the
1: HomePod Mini sounds about as good as like an Amazon Echo, which is not something you think of when you buy an audio device. You're buying the Echo for Alexa first and then music second. Apple wants you to buy the HomePod for music first, and and smart stuff, Siri stuff, second. So if you're making that purchase, the HomePod, the original HomePod, sounds so good, like it's just fantastic. The the low end, the the high end, it's crisp, it's loud, it's awesome. No, it sounds like a hundred dollar smart speaker. <laughs> Both comparatively and yeah, right. It really does. It's it's a it's a it's very trebly. The, the 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 low end isn't isn't deep. The, the sound isn't full. Maybe that would change dramatically with the second one. I haven't heard that. I can't imagine that it would make that much difference. Maybe, maybe it would. But um, then you're talking about 200 bucks, which you could get a HomePod for that price if you're just a little bit patient because they go on sale often for 199. So I would recommend that. I wouldn't recommend the original HomePod on sale before getting two HomePod Minis. If you only have $100 and you want a HomePod, then sure, the, the, the Mini is really nice it'll look great on a shelf it's it it the the series stuff is you know it's what expected
2: if that's your main purpose if your main reason is I want to get this to to do home kit stuff all over my house or maybe just listen to to the news or or weather and a podcast something like that then that's yeah don't spend all that extra money on the big home pod um but if your your thing is i I want voice activated music specifically from apple music. <laughs> Uh, all over my house. Then soon, soon to be Spotify, and you can also listen to all those all those Pandora subscribers. Then, can then to Pandora. the the big home pod That's the only reason the big home pod makes sense. And even then, it's kind of like still, even though the price has dropped, I would still wait for it to be on sale.
1: Yeah, yeah, because the
2: regular price is two ninety nine. Am I right about that? I think
1: it was three forty nine. Now it dropped to two to to. It's two ninety nine. Yeah. 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 So and yeah, it goes on sale often. And also yeah, again that's been now what. Over a year, it's been out, so that could, that could be in line for, for an update at some point in the next year as well. But yeah, HomePod Mini—it looks really nice. Um, the design is great. It, oddly enough, looks kind of like the new Echo. Like, I wonder if that was like Amazon found out when Apple was working on, or vice versa, because they both came out pretty close to each other and they have, they have similar, similar, devi, uh, similar designs. But it's just, it's, it's just a, such a tricky product because what it's supposed to do is not great at and what you would buy it for it's also not great but it's also really nice and relatively affordable it's it's tough i just wish it had a little bit better sound if it had a tiny bit better sound i would and the other thing is you know you can
0: get an echo for 30 bucks but you got to be willing to talk to amazon all the time and have amazon collect your data
1: listen i give i give amazon all my all my information on on an hourly
0: basis Yeah, especially this time of year.
1: <laughs> but I think they they assigned a a, a a prime delivery person just to my house.
0: Other products. What about Apple TV? Yeah, there's you can still
2: get what they call the HD, which was the last gen Apple TV, and it's kind of not worth it. Like there's no even if you're not into 4K and stuff like that, there's that is going to be the future. You're eventually going to hook it up to some kind of better TV. There's no reason to buy something that you're not gonna want and it and it performs better so i mean our biggest gripe with apple tv is it's too expensive and that's never go- changing and the the remote's terrible and that's never changing there's not one like waiting in the wings that you're going to get in time for the holidays or something so there's there's nothing wrong with an apple tv 4k no need to spend the money on the extra storage the 64 gig. Yeah. Gotta, I, I don't know anyone who, outside of just the first week or two, you start downloading games and stuff, and you're like, oh, this is so cool, I can do this. And then you never do it again because they're really not very good. Um, it's not a good solution for that. And you just use streaming apps, which it's very good at. It's a great interface. Performance is really snappy. supports Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos and all that other stuff. and It's very good. Yeah, I mean, if they came out with an Apple TV
1: stick for hundred bucks, or, or it, it would be a hundred dollars. It should be 49, but it'll be a hundred. Uh, that would be, that would do really well. You know, Google has that Chromecast with Google TV thing. That's exactly what Apple needs, exactly. That that said, um, Apple TV is on, Apple TV plus is on everything, which is, which is, uh, you know, it, it's quietly the most ubiquitous service where you can get it on Roku and Amazon, on Google, on obviously Apple, a lot of smart TVs. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. But, oh, let's say you can buy any Apple Watch you want except the Series 3. Don't buy the Series 3 Apple Watch. Yeah, Series 3. Even if you get it for 170, which is, you know, it's, uh, Amazon has it for that price often. Uh, not worth it. Get the SE or the Series 6. I would recommend the Series 6. I know it's it's a lot at 399. Um, you can get a cheaper 350, uh, 330 at some, you know, if you, if if you time it right. We we have an article that tracks these things every day, much to my chagrin, but. Uh, the the series 6 is the best watch hands down bar on there's nothing even close the se is still good but it's missing a couple of things that the series 6 have that I do think that upgrade is worth it if you can swing it if not you can get the se it's 280 and you can get it for you know 250 maybe even $230. Uh, they're both great
2: yep so both the, the new quote unquote new Apple watches are worth your purchase and anything that's an older model just avoid for now
1: yeah and it's just kind of hilarious how far apple is ahead of everybody else i have a couple watches here that i'm testing and i've been meaning to write reviews i have the the galaxy watch 3 uh, i have the newest fossil series 5 something and i have a a amazon halo band and they're all in various stages of, of review and it's just apple watch is so much better it's unbelievable how much better it is Fitbits, are that's a different type of thing because it's not really a smartwatch. It's a fitness watch. Uh, If you're comparing apples to apples, though, the Fitbit fails because it doesn't do all the things that Apple does with your phone as far as the notification stuff. And and stuff that it does do, it's clunky and not great. And it's slow and it's laggy. And it's just, man, the Apple Watch is so good. If they can ever figure out a way to give you three to five days of battery life, like there's no other choice.
0: So iPhones big popular product for apple is there an iphone that people should avoid buying i wouldn't get the xr
1: or the 10r whatever you call it uh if you if you don't want to pay full price get the 11 as far as the iphone 12 goes the only thing i would caution is the mini is mini so just be ready if you if you you need to like small phones
2: it's very small it's very small and of course like all small phones you you pay a battery life price for that a little bit yeah a
1: little bit Um, it's the only iphone i've used in a while that i was very conscious of my battery life but all
2: the 12s are good for what their price range is like and and there's no cautionary tale there Uh, just know what size you want and what you're willing to spend and and they're all fine so i wouldn't i don't think we have any like red flags about iphones except for don't get the 10r
1: if you're looking at the two middle ones give a give a hard look at the pro because that upgrade it's not that much more this year not as much more this year and the camera you're getting that telephoto lens so it's a it's a bit of an upgrade for, for it's it's not 250 anymore it's it's 170 so and then if you do the storage we're talking about 130 so that might be worth taking that leap to the to the pro but i wouldn't recommend against the 12 the 12 is very good
2: iPhones are fine, and then iPads. Uh, the only thing I would say is don't get an iPad Pro right now. They haven't been updated in a while, and now the iPad Air, which does cost more than it used to, is still substantially cheaper, but it kind of has the Pro design, and it works with the Magic Keyboard and the second-gen Pencil, and it's got an A14, so it's like as fast as the old Pro is. It just The only thing you you don't get is you don't get Face ID. You get Touch ID from the through the Home button, which is great. You don't get ProMotion, which things are so smooth and fast that's not a huge huge deal and you don't get like the ultra wide camera with the lidar which like how much photography no one's gonna use that (laughs) literally nobody right so that and and if you need a terabyte of storage you can't you can't like get a terabyte of storage so just get the air not the pro right now and then if you're you're really eyeing that pro wait for that upgrade next year or something yeah,
1: because the next year there'll be the A14X, there'll be 5G. There'll be a lot of things
2: that you're going to want. Yeah, there's going to be all that stuff. And then uh, there's nothing wrong with the base iPad as your super affordable option. At its price range, it's kind of the best thing. Like, Yeah, get it for 300 bucks if you can, though. Yeah, and that that's not that hard to do.
0: That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 725. One programming note. This is the last podcast for 2020. The show is taking the rest of the year off, but we'll be back in 2021 with brand new episodes. Thanks to Jason Cross, Michael Simon, and to you, the audience, not just for tuning in this episode, but for sticking with us. It's been a crazy year, and the Macworld staff appreciates you taking your time to give us a listen. Thanks again. You can subscribe to the podcast via the podcast app through SoundCloud.com or on Spotify If you have any comments or questions send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or you can contact us through twitter that's at macworld or on the macworld facebook page join us in the next episode of the macworld podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of apple see you next time